Good morning, Taylor. It is Sunday, the 15th of November, 2020, in the future. And lucky for us, we're going on another bike ride. It is particularly sunny, and I don't know if I mentioned this yesterday, but um, I think summer is well and truly here now. Yesterday in particular was so fucking hot, actually. Um, disgustingly hot and humid. And, um, you know, actually, while we're talking, I wonder at what point the recording's cut out. Um, I know Strava does the really good thing of, um, pausing the ride when I've stopped, which is very thoughtful of Strava, thank you. Um, but is, is that the thing that makes the recording cut out sometimes, or is it when I pull out the camera? I have a feeling it might be the camera thing. Maybe that's something to try out. Um, but yeah, we'll know, because I was just stopped at the lights there, and if it sounded like my sentence got cut off, um, maybe that's the thing that cut it. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it is getting fucking hot. I've actually left a little bit later than usual because I decided to have breakfast first and hopefully fuel my ride somewhat. Um, but yeah, I did the conversion before I left and um, I think it's meant to be like 33, 34 degrees Celsius, which I think if I recall the conversion correctly was something like a million degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's fucking hot. But the great thing about riding is that I feel all the wind. I've actually got my singlet on today to try and fix my farmer's tan. Um, who knows how well that will do, but um, you know what they say, sun's out, gun's out, and summer's on its way. So I gotta get this shit sorted and maybe do some more lifting. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I've done this a little bit before, but I thought I'd do this again a bit more mindfully and, um, write down some notes about some things that I'd want to talk about. Um, because I remember becoming ultra conscious of running out of things, or maybe that was actually, um, my own distractions when I went to the grocery store to buy butter, um, or rather to look for butter. But I'll have you know that I didn't end up getting any butter because luckily I was right. I already had butter at home. <laughs> and um, I'm also partly finding a reason to say butter again because I love how much you loved it. Just as I'm sure there's every time, um, every now and then, things that you say that stand out. I'm like, wow, this is a thing that sounds so different with your accent. I think, um, and I think that's hilarious because to our own voices, we are the default. To me, it doesn't sound like we've got an accent at all. But hearing you pull off that accent was fucking hilarious. Especially that butter even stands out as a thing. It makes me wonder 
how differently it must sound in your own accent. I'm gonna go down to the local Walmart and buy some butter. Butter, yeah. And maybe a handgun. <laughs> uh, was that accurate? I'm sure people buy handguns at Walmart, right? That's an American thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, I wrote down some things, but um, once I get into the bike path proper, crossing this intersection here, I will probably talk about something a little more pertinent and a little bit more um, deep. And that is that of, um, I guess, seeking and getting support from people in hard times. I know it's not the same and it's um, probably a worthwhile time to give the disclaimer that, of course, whatever situation I describe is always gonna be different than the one you have. Um, but that in itself is a, probably um, fitting example of why it can be hard to get support from people. I think it's one of those things where you've got a problem and it seems like one distinct thing in our mind. Um, but actually, there are so many elements um, to it um, that you don't realize either you are just, I don't think taking for granted is the right word, um, but that you don't realize that people will have to kind of assume, I just had a fucking butterfly fly at me, holy shit. Oh, I live to tell a tale. Um, yeah, um, and one of the things that stands to mind when I was seeking support from anxiety, and I will talk a little bit about anxiety here, simply because it is that one big thing um, that I guess I can use as a, um, as something of a rubric to discuss, um, my own needs for, not even needs, but my own journey through figuring out what support is and isn't and, and what I needed from it and stuff. Because yeah, my point was that, um, people through no fault of their own will project a way of trying to support you in the way that helps them and um, it's easy to forget that actually different people um, require or want or need or expect different kinds of support um, for things and have different ways of dealing with things and um, have different ways of um, experiencing and feeling um, different, difficult emotions. Um, and I suppose I can sympathize with some difficulties because even myself, um, I think it's something I'm particularly conscious of because it's something that I think about um, a fair bit as being a um, regular support person for a lot of people that I know, um, people at work and otherwise. I do tend to be the person that people will come to if they want to talk things through, especially one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but um, yeah, there was a period where I 
I, I think I needed to learn a little bit about um, what was helpful for different people because my default way of dealing with something sometimes, and maybe default is not so much the right word as my first automatic response to some kind of a hard situation is, how do I fix this? Um, and you'll probably note that I've consciously made an effort, um, which I do agree with, in saying that when I try and support you through any hard things, I am not always gonna be able to fix things and actually that's not the point of it. Um, sometimes certain situations just can't be fixed or I'm not the one who's able to fix them and actually that is not the support that we are wanting so much as just to have empathy and understanding and be heard and have someone that can help us process something that's difficult because it can be probably a bit immature or a bit um, reductive to even say that I want to be able to fix something that can't be fixed, you know? Some things just can't be fixed. Some things in life happen. And I can be there to support you, but it's not going to make the thing go away. Um, and that's not the point, actually. Of course not. And also, as I've mentioned many times, um, it can be our default response to want to make you uh, feel better, and better is subjective in, in this instance, where I see that, for example, my tailor is struggling or feeling down or having a hard time um, and wanting to rid you of that, um, when in actual fact, it's okay and rather important that you feel some of those feelings and have that time to mourn and that it is okay to feel not okay. It is okay to feel sad. It is okay to churn through a bunch of different things as you do when you grieve um, an event that's, um, that's happened. Um, so, yeah, when you put all those things together, it's easy to see how people might um, try to assist um, in different ways and how some of those ways may or may not fit. Um, and the best we can do is try and, if we know what kind of support we need, help those people understand what it is you need. And sometimes that's hard because sometimes it's hard to even determine what one self even needs. And this is probably where I'll jump into my um, example of my own needs of support during anxiety. Because anxiety is, um, is a tricky thing for multiple reasons. One of the reasons that makes it so difficult to get to the support and understanding I need is because there is such vast gradings of anxiety, right? Everyone has felt some level of worry or anxiety before to varying degrees. And so 
we build off our own experience of what that was like. And we know from that, hey, I've been worried once before, just get a bit of distraction in, play some video games or whatever it is and you'll be right. Um, but that kind of anxiety is leagues and bounds different and way, way less severe than what I had been through. So much so that it even felt like something else and there just wasn't words for it. So getting the support and understanding that I needed was very difficult. But even then, when I did, no amount of support or words were ever able to take the anxiety away anyway, you know? And that itself was a difficult thing to grapple because it was just such a desperate thing where all I wanted was one distinct solution or a tablet or words or a concept, a way of thinking that could help me get through it. And it's the most fucked up thing because I'd know so consciously that there was nothing to be worried about or that the worry was unhealthy. Um, well, I'm gonna try and weave through traffic here a bit. Yep, excellent. Um, and uh, no matter how logically I knew what I was supposed to do and think, as long as I had some subconscious belief in the back of my mind of fear, it didn't make the symptoms go away. Um, and it was incredibly difficult. Um, so, to get the support I needed, um, or to define what support I wanted from people, um, took me some time because after a while, with a bit of despair, I had to come to terms with the fact that no amount of support was going to make this anxiety go away. At one point or another, or in one way or another, I was going to have to figure it out on my own. But um, maybe I could leverage the different perspectives and ideas and words and experiences of my friends and colleagues and things. Whether or not they'd been through mental health things before or anything else, simply to try and give me different ways of both trying to resolve the issue at hand, but also in lieu of that, or in the lead up to that, manage and cope with the day to day and accepting city experience that I was going through at the time and I received a lot of great help from people and I learned a lot about people and I gained some really deep um, connections with people that had gone through their own different difficulties some that I wouldn't have even expected as well um, you know I've brought up Adam quite a few times as my friend from Canada but yeah, he's had his own um, battles with anxiety in the past. Um, there was one particular friend, actually, Luke, um, who is the one and only person I know who's been through something extremely similar in that physical way that I have. Um, 
and to this day he's the only person that truly I think understands just how severe it was um, but yeah the other reason I'm talking about all this as well is because of course um, much like you've talked about your own partner um, you know I had to go through a period where I really struggled um, to know how to deal with this with Tamara um, who really struggled to understand what I was going through um, because if it was any demonstration of the fact that I had never experienced something like this before was the fact that Tamara just thought it was some kind of a phase and didn't understand what I was going for either because we'd already been together for very like many many years um, before I had this experience and she just didn't get it and that was very hard for me and it created some conflicts actually and um, dealing with any kind of conflict was kind of hard at that time I was so sensitive at the time that even the slightest thing I think I may have mentioned this like a one time going for a calm walk to try and get my mind off things and I had a bug fly at me and look I've mentioned that I'm kind of iffy about bugs and butterflies and shit but it's extremely manageable but the tiniest fucking things back then would send me into a spiral of symptoms and dizziness um, and yeah it was like walking on eggshells all the fucking time in fact it was so sensitive that sometimes it wasn't even what I was doing so much as being extremely afraid not to accidentally think about the wrong thing because I could accidentally think about the wrong thing and then suddenly there goes my afternoon I'm fucked panic attacks for hours um, but yeah to get back on topic um, it took a lot of conscious effort to talk to Tamara um, and really explain that this was something unique and different and that I'm truly struggling and that I needed some kind of support from her in a different way um, and that was actually really um, surprisingly difficult for me not because I'm afraid of um, seeking help I'm not I'm the kind of guy who's not afraid to ask for directions I'll tell you that I just need to get my, my shit done I need to go where I'm going um, I do not really understand that masculine trait of trying to figure things out like that on your own you can just ask someone um, but the difficult part was then um, as I sought more official channels and um, methods to try and deal with what I was going through it became really difficult for me to accept the reality of actually this is new to me but I'm gonna have to accept that I am like I have like an actual anxiety problem this is a thing that I need to escalate this is not just something that's gonna go away um, I am now categorically I suppose someone that's struggling with mental health problems um, and accepting and almost classifying myself as that not that it needed to be that rigid or anything but it was very difficult it was difficult the moment I called a helpline the first time um, 
because I just had to. Um, and I just didn't think I was one of those people and suddenly I was and that was just a difficult thing to accept and deal with. Um, yeah. And I suppose in that kind of level of support um, discussion or conversation as well, um, it might be worthwhile thinking about the fact that sometimes, you know, yes, you can help someone understand um, how they can support you. And that's an important thing to try and do, especially if you're partner. Some people are just never gonna get it and that's okay because it doesn't matter. Um, but you being with someone um, day to day, um, I have no doubt they'll have the willingness as well to try and understand and want what, um, what they can do to help you resolve the problem. But every now and then there are problems that are big enough, or scary enough, or specific enough, um, where it might be worthwhile to try and figure out, do I need to seek um, a more official or specific kind of a support person or service or network to help me figure this thing out? Um, and yeah, I, I couldn't possibly say everyone's different and their specific situations and needs are different. Um, but yeah, if things ever get bad enough in any kind of a way, I have no doubt um, that there are probably people or services out there um, that can support. Um, so that is another thing to consider. And that's another, I guess, way of looking at dealing with the idea that we might be alone. Um, and I know it's not the same when it's not someone you're close to, um, but sometimes all the different um, perspectives and types of help can help depending on how bad the thing is. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I can also definitely relate with some of the frustrations. I remember the amount of fucking times I've had certain people on this Weekend. I will tell to my colleague Jason when I was working at Transport and Main Roads. I, I'm struggling intensely and then he'd just say something really silly like, have you tried this kind of a food or vitamin? And <laughs> I'm like on the brink of calling a fucking ambulance. I'm not going to take a fucking vitamin. Um, but I mean, he just doesn't know. And, um, I can either create that resistance, but really he's just trying to help in whatever way he can and I'm just going to have to accept that it's not helpful, but it's just going to have to be what it is. Um, yeah, and it can be really hard for people. I remember telling so many people because, um, well, there's some kind of an event on in the city. Huh. Interesting. Um, telling so many people because I was constantly feeling like I was in a desperate state where at any moment I would need to get some kind of emergency assistance or something. Um, yeah, it's almost fucked up to think about because yeah, we know anxiety, so how can it ever get that bad? But fuck, it was constantly on the brink of absolute fucking urgency. All the time, it was fucking exhausting fucking terrifying yeah um, 
anyway I, I uh, yeah I'm conscious that, that yeah like I said at the initial disclaimer I'm conflating things obviously this is a very different issue to what the kind of thing we went through but I guess it was just um a thing that I could use to compare a situation where I really felt a need of support and received it in very different sometimes good sometimes bad ways and how I then had to try and learn about um, ways to either manage that or get the support I needed or just deal with the fact that it wasn't the support that I was going to want but it was going to have to be okay um, and at the end of the day as much as it sucks getting through anxiety was just the thing that I had to eventually do and nothing else was going to fix that for me I'm just overtaking a bunch of people now. I don't know to what extent it made a difference, but I am feeling much more energetic than I was in my last ride, and I suspect it has something to do with that delicious sandwich I had for breakfast. It was a breakfast sandwich of sorts with rocket and bacon, butter, <laughs> um, eggs, halloumi, um, a bit of relish, um, cherry tomatoes, yeah, so um, I am feeling surprisingly energetic and um, I guess around the topic that I was talking about as well um, there's so much to it. There's so much to discuss. I am constantly oscillating between finding ways to try and help you feel better or make light of this situation that can't be made light of and make, and then also feeling like nothing I say is anywhere near enough or acceptable. Um, and like I've said with my visual brain, every one thing that I think of feels like it branches out into a whole bunch of other different perspectives a way of perceiving this thing um, so I cannot wait to talk to you about it properly until then though I really hope that I was able to be of some kind of support for you whatever it is that you need I want to be there for you a hundred percent in whatever way you need I want you to feel comfortable to come out to me if you need and if you don't need that is okay as well. If you ever need time alone or time to yourself to figure these things out, that's okay too. I, I'm not ever gonna know intimately some of these situations that you're gonna go through. Some of these experiences are difficult for me to fathom and I do everything I can to try and put myself in your shoes and think about the kind of support that I'd want or need. But everyone's different, like I said, and um, what I do know without a shadow of a doubt is that I love you so fucking much Taylor I really do I'm so amazed by you and so proud of you you are such a good beautiful person I'll do whatever it takes to help support you through everything always I promise you that okay I love you so so much I love you now and I will love you always <laughs>